This is Shandon Autumn from the Dreamzine and gradio.ca. Here today at Astral Harvest, it's a beautiful Friday evening, and I'm sitting here with Ram Jam Sam and Super Gnarly, and they just did an amazing duo tonight at the Interstellar. Um, and they absolutely slayed. I, it was such a, a funky, fun, glitchy, bouncy set, and um, you guys definitely did such an amazing job. Um, Congratulations, and thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Um, so to start things off, how long have you guys been working together, and how did you start collaborating? We started at, um, goodness, how long has it been? I, uh, how long have you been producing for? About two years? Yeah, something like that. That's insane. That's actually insane that uh, Sam is actually capable of getting that good that quick. Uh, um, a long time ago, uh, Sam came to me looking for pointers how to produce, and it wasn't very long after that Sam was teaching me how to produce. And uh, we made a habit of meeting up just every week, just uh, just to get back into the grind. Because with the way nine to fives work, you you just kind of forget about making music. But having a fixed schedule where you half to do something and in order to create music and just you, you, you commit to it better that way even if you're absolutely begged. Um, I just veered off the question. Okay, yeah, keep talking. Uh, <laughs> what the hell was the question? <laughs> Next question. <laughs> uh, let's talk about branding. You guys each have your own distinct brand and style. Um, do you want to chat a little bit about the importance of branding and for any new musicians out there, um, any tips? I'll get this one. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, like I've been working and studying graphic design for a while and uh, kind of studying the whole aspect of branding. And you know, a brand is the, the face that people see when they actually don't see your face, right? So um, just, I know it, it looks like just a fancy lettering of or fancy way of making lettering cool look, but it's actually explaining a lot more of who you are and what sounds you're going to be bringing to the DJ uh, or to the dance floor when you perform, right? Um, like our branding kind of started with uh, with like a visuals aspect. Like I mean, Andrew or Super Gnarly's branding has started with um, like way before I kind of came in, but. When I met Andrew, I kind of did a little bit of help with his logo and kind of did some work there and showed him how to like develop a mascot and an identity that way. And he kind of blew up with there. You know, everybody sees a banana running around, they think super gnarly. That's a fucking gnarly banana, you know? So, um, and then in my case too, like I'm always branding different artists and stuff like that. and just to even hear their reasonings on why they want to do it right sometimes people um have like uh like an alter ego that they they want to express uh your brand can really help you do that just by creating a, a cool logo and you can just be behind the scenes of it right so yeah the branding is very important uh, in my opinion for uh for building yourself as a brand or as as a musician right like I mean, unless you want to just make music for fun for the rest of your life, that's what you want to do, right? But if uh, if you want to get heard and you want people to remember you, um, having a brand in place is very, very helpful for that. Um, 
building on that, uh, Sam approaches this in a very professional way. And uh, for me, branding is all in making yourself noticeable and um, committing to a gimmick. So Sam's up there and his logo is his face and he's promoting himself. Uh, mine is a cartoon and I'm dressing up as a cartoon because there are plenty of DJs out there. But the guy that dresses up like a banana kind of separates that. And um, it, it all started actually with like a gimmick that um, I wasn't happy with um, everybody facing the DJ when a DJ plays. And in order to counter that, I just kind of dressed up in ridiculous costumes just to be, be just entertaining to look at because you're there for a party, right? And from that, um, I, I, I did like inflatable dicks, I did uh, fish costumes, I did uh, sumo suits and all these things. But unfortunately, I wasn't able to focus on the music without a suit that had my arms free. So I needed the free dexterity in my arms and also sweating too much. When you're wearing an inflatable suit, you're sweating so much. And also uh, I was bloated out and just hitting knobs in the wrong areas. So then I just kept wearing the banana because of functional reasons. And then it became a brand. So it became its own monster that I have to commit to now, which today, uh, before we played, it, this is the biggest set I've ever played. And uh, I was going to play with Sam, who doesn't have a gimmick. He's, he's professional. And I tried to dress up in a suit, and all of my friends were like, what the fuck are you doing? Put on the banana suit. And I, I did so because I do what I'm told. And Andrew, uh, you've been a part of the rave community for quite a while. It's something that you've really aspired to growing up as well. Um, do you want to chat a bit about what the rave community does for you? And I'll, I'll transfer that to Sam as well. But I, I just want to have you start this one off. Um, to me, I've just been always obsessed with electronic music. So that's been the niche. That's been the thing that caught me but uh, always creating art is something that just gives me purpose other than just being a carpenter. You know, if, if I'm always pushing myself and struggling to just completely outdo what I've committed myself to before, it's, it's the thing that challenges me and just keeps me going. And I, and I feel that like, um, it's something that keeps me away from getting just lost in my own mind or just you know, living for myself. So I'll keep on building. Now, back to rave culture, as I was veering off that question again. Um, I, it just, a good beat is something that I'm obsessed with, and I really can't describe it. It's just, I love party music. It's just as simple as that, really. Yeah, I think for me, it was uh, like the acceptance of everybody at these raves and festivals like that, right? Um, you know, like... My history, my story is quite a story, and a lot of it consists of me trying to find acceptance. And um, when I did find acceptance at festivals, I kind of just, like, took off with it. And, you know, like, watching DJs perform, I just kind of wanted that for myself, as selfish as that sounds. Um, which led to, like, me learning how to DJ and learning how to write music, electronic music, of course, because, you know, if you hear my voice, you know I can't sing for shit. Uh, but so like yeah it, and I've always known that you know I wanted to do music and you know as long in, back in my life you could look at music being a huge aspect of my life and then when you know the the festival culture and the rave culture kind of uh, accepted me as a person 
I was like willing to give back and willing to express myself instead of being like a shy little guy in the background trying to fit in with just anybody, right? Whereas here, actually, people wanted to hear me, and you know, I do the same for everybody else, right? I'm I'm always giving people a platform to share their knowledge and share their art with me, and you know, people do that the same here for me, and I love that. Good answer. Fuck. <laughs> You guys are so awesome. <laughs> um, tell me about how you find Astral Harvest and how is it different from most festivals? Um, I've been going to uh, Astral Harvest since the beginning and um, I was a teenager just, just fanboying over the people that throw this event. And what separates this one from the others is that I've been creaming about these people since I was 14 years old entering the rave community. So nothing compares to it. Yeah, for me, Astro holds a pretty special place in my heart too. Like, uh, the first Astro I went to was in 2014, I believe it was. And that was like the, the year Pumpkin played that like ridiculously long set. And yeah, like, I don't know if anybody else was at that set you would know like <laughs> you're you're you just discovered home when if you listen there and it created such a surreal experience for me uh, like let alone the amount of memories that have been created in this place at the beach you know and the the, the stages that have been through here through the years and stuff like that which it's an ever-growing festival which is cool because we never know what to expect when we come back right What other festivals do you have in store? Uh, are there any others that you're planning on uh, being a duo at as Ram Jam Gnarly or uh, otherwise, what do you have separate? Currently we have no gigs lined up. Well, uh, as Ram Jam Gnarly, we have no gigs lined up. And um, what we still plan on meeting up every week uh, as we did before, just to keep on working on music. And we have, we have a couple plans for remixes to work on together. Uh, just uh, as I mentioned in the beginning where I was just gushing over committing yourself and just not becoming just a nine-to-five worker and just having an art project that you're fully committed to um, we're just gonna keep on building on that so currently there's no Ram Jam gnarly gig coming up both him and I are playing at Enchanted Sound Music Festival whoop whoop so excited and um, also, we're building a stage for it as well. Um, Sam has more gigs than me. Do, do you, you, you got more than that? You, you got more coming up? Oh. Oh, yeah. Well, well, we only got one gig coming up. Damn. Oh, okay. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah, and then for me, I guess uh, River Womp, which is thrown by the Fancy Fox uh, crew. Uh, you know, Monkey Twerk and Thomas Anthony and them. Uh, yeah, and that's gonna be a nice little local festival with a full, a full of local, like, banging ass DJs from the Calgary and Edmonton scene there. So that's gonna be a really cool festival. They got a three-hour river float. I'm gonna float for six hours. <laughs> yeah. Slow floating. <laughs> Can you tell me about Flosiety? Flosiety is an art project. Flosiety was originally a group of fire spinners. And um, eventually we all decided instead of throwing cool house parties that we wanted to throw something bigger. 
and um, I reached out to uh, team members who have um, just moved away and grown on to other things but because you know uh, life happens but um, we started a stage group out of this fire spinner group and then we just grew together so strong as a team but it's not a cohesive group and so many people are coming and going as they please and for each gig we have a different team so for this gig um, obviously Shandon Sam and I were and Aaron were original crew that have been there for a bit but we had um, six very very hard-working individuals that came and continued it going on so really it's just um, uh, an inventory but a incredibly group of friends of people who keep on being attracted to it to build some amazing things talk about flow society sam <laughs> you know flow society for me was uh, a little different like since i wasn't there from the beginning um like my involvement with flow society was was uh i came back from like this out of town gig i was doing and I came to watch a friend of mine play there. Uh, I was I fell in love so much with like the amount of effort that everybody put into this, and I recognized how hard everybody was working at the end of the show. So I decided to like help out and like kind of put my hands into it, take things away, you know, move things around, and I. Quick interruption. Oh, sorry. Quick interruption. Sam got a trophy for his first volunteering. We, he did such an incredible job that we had to make a trophy for him. He's not. He's he's too modest to mention that. <laughs> I did get a trophy. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, and like, I was such like a newbie raver and like a newbie DJ who only ever DJed like house parties. And I just kind of asked uh, one of the members, Matt Wood if I could ever play a set with them. And uh, his response to me was like, after you, what you did, uh, we'd be more than happy to give you a set, right? Like, so, which that alone like blew me away because they weren't giving me a set because of my music. They didn't really care what I sounded like. They were just happy that I was, you know, happy to be there and I was, you know, helpful, right? And that, change the way I think and now when I'm booking shows for I'm booking DJs like to be honest the guys who've helped me out in the past and like the guys who've put like work into other shows those they're my top like choices and uh, it kind of transfers back to that it like I mean don't get me wrong if you make great music you spent all your life trying to master your craft I'm gonna give you that slot too but um, you know actually putting in the work aside from spending it all on your music uh was something i learned from flow society too and you know let alone what flow society means to me i know this is a really long answer for what is flow society good uh <laughs> yeah but uh then i guess in short what is flow society to me it's a, a group of people who just want to get together and throw out an awesome party fuck yeah yeah uh that that's as short as it can be um yeah awesome in our final closing words do you have any advice for other producers um, the way I got my first gig at Astral Harvest was by doing a workshop and um, it was a production workshop that nobody else was doing so it's standing out from 
everybody else. And both Sam and I have a differing opinions on things that we call saturating markets. And I think that there are a lot of DJs out there. And there are a lot of hardworking DJs out there who just put so much time in it but just can't land a couple of gigs. And I think to be recognized as somebody who's uh, just, everybody's so busy that it's hard to look at every single applicant. But to do something different that makes yourself stand out, if be that be a banana guy or be that the workshop guy or anything, um, doing something that um, breaks a mold in whatever way that you can find by being you that just makes you slightly different from the rest and just you know the juiciest appealing apple to pick up even if it's not really the juiciest the reddest apple uh, does, does that metaphor work anyway being able to be noticed in a crowd i think is the best way to land gigs I, mm, i'm ranting huh? i'm gonna I'm, I'm, I'm gonna slightly disagree with you andrew but i think the bet like for new producers like if you're not getting shows if that's like what it is just keep doing what you're doing just like keep doing it and literally you will grow like as a human we grow and you'll you'll fit into that shell that you're you're building for yourself and like ram jam sam is literally just me and i like to look at it as like a super saiyan me you know what i mean like it just it literally just me and i just grew into it like nothing changed my hair got a little longer you know what i mean but i literally i make music every day and that I can you know and I'm always working on my craft and that's in my opinion what has gotten me to where I where I am now right now and I'm going to continue to do that just like any other producer should great advice thank you and where can we find your music fuckwearingpants.com and for me it's uh, I don't really have a website, but uh, <laughs> just Google Ram Jam Sam. I'm on any uh, major music platform. Uh, you know, SoundCloud is my major one where you can find free downloads. And then I'm on Spotify and Bandcamp, um, YouTube, and Twitch. I do Twitch as well, which I just recently started doing Twitch uh, for anybody who likes to learn what I know, which is not very much. It might be a little bit okay, but yeah. If if you if you tune into Twitch channels, I, I like I give um, feedback to other producers, uh, you know, and uh, I just produce music on the fly. You can come in and collaborate with me anytime you want. So cool! Thank you so much. I uh, to all of our amazing listeners. This was uh, Ram Jam Sam and Super Gnarly. Ram Jam Gnarly as a duo. Thank you so much, guys, for taking the time and, and joining us. Uh, to our listeners, be sure to check them out on all their social channels and on their websites. Uh, and, yeah, we'll keep you posted through Astral Harvest. And just remember, not much you. <laughs> We're out. We're out.